This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. remember the big moments in the movies we see, the big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Today's episode is Along Came a Spider. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie, Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata, and I'm your gracious host. Alongside me, the absolutely drinking, hard-packing, hard-running, deep-spacing, ice-packing, handing it out, loving it down and up, lathering when it's ready, Mr. Justin Waddell. How's it going, sir? Man, it's all right. It's all right, Nick. Think about getting ripped. Think about getting jacked. I think it's time. I think I need a buddy, a gym buddy, you. What do you think? Should we get should we get swollen in this? Let's hit the weights. Let's get let's get jacked. The only way it works is if we become lovers and, and leave our families behind. <laughs> let's consider it. But also, can you imagine like if we were buff podcast hosts? Not at all. Oh man, there can't be too many. I don't have the discipline for it nor the desire. I l I don't I I just I would It'll rather never happen either. Yeah, I would I wouldn't I wouldn't be, I'd hit the vending machines harder than the weights at the gym, you know? Yeah. How many lifts did you do? I did 43 Pringles. I did 16 Doritos. Do you see what happened? What? That's at the store. Doritos said, fuck this. Fuck the bag. We're going straight to the Pringles can. We're doing a little mini Doritos. Jesus. They got into Pringles business. And they were doing <laughs> the Cool Ranch and the regular like many tiny Doritos that you can swallow like a, I guess like a Tylenol pill, you know? No. Yeah. You don't even have to chew them anymore. Just swallow them whole. But they're circumventing the large ball of ants in their version. <sighs> I don't know, man. Maybe. What have you been up to? What have you been, what have you been doing? Rocking it hard. You've been killing it. Yeah. Just turn it but up. Just turn it up to 20. Let's get it more, a little more specific if you could. I am burying myself in music when I can. Yeah. Work, work all day, bury myself in music in the weekends, repeat, you know? What we do is musical in nature, it is, right? yeah. Clicks yeah. and grunts, yeah, sort of percussive. Right. And I, and I cook a lot for my family. I've been, I've been cooking for my kids a lot. Oh, yeah? What have you, you been cooking? Let's really excite the listeners, you know? Let's hear it. Let me, give, give me a taste. Give me, give me something. Let's get a visual. Today I whipped up fries and burgers from scratch ass, you know? Nice, man. I made chili last night myself. I made T-Boz the night before, so we, we're almost okay. there. Justin is drinking from a non-Star Wars cup. This is unsanctioned. I know. I don't know what it, what it is supposed to be. It looks like an egg to... has been cracked over it, or an egg has exploded. Yeah, it's a Starbucks cup, but it looks like, yeah. It looks did like you get that with over. casino coin? Of course I did, yeah. It's the last, the last of my prizes from there. 
I've um, got my most favorite coffee cup with me. I like that one. You've, my you've let me. I accidentally. You've let me uh, drink out of that before, haven't you? You know, you usually don't lend that one. It's, I don't share this one. It was a mistake if you drank from it. It was a great I, mistake. I have to admit, it's my bumpy cup. It makes me feel good when I, when I run my hands over it. When I've got some. I know warm. what that means. I know what that means. I think it might be. I think it may be some sort of a like a security blanket for me. I search weekly on the internet for a replacement. Should I break it? Never found one. So and you probably have found the brand that yeah. the brand. There's no brand on the bottom. There's no way to know where I got it at a Kroger 15 years ago. It's a big cup too. I like that. Yeah, it's a hefty size. It's a big, it's a big, old, big boy. Big old. It's a big daddy. So, you know, but what okay. have you been taking in, movie wise, show wise? What's been getting you out? I haven't really been. Watch, I've been watching. I've been playing a game called Dying Light Two on the PS Five. Sequel to Dying Light. I don't know if you. And um, that's kind of fun. But I don't. Haven't been playing. I've been watching too much stuff oh i've been no no that's not true i've been watching cowboy bebop with my daughter and of course that's one of my favorite things of all time and now she loves it and so it's pretty fun to watch it with her we're about halfway through the series not the netflix live action atrocity but the original anime i uh, i'm playing midnight suns right now on the xbox it's a sequel to afternoon suns it's it's by my beloved XCOM creators and it's very fun yeah one of our um one of the old um, Chud guys, Dan Whitehead, was singing that game's praises on Twitter this week, or maybe even today. And I thought of you. That's nice. And then I've got, I'm caught up on Yellowstone and and uh, Tulsa King and stuff like that. But yeah, man, you're only watching that guy's shows, I guess. What's his name? Taylor Sheridan. Well, every show is by that guy, so it's hard not mm-hmm. to. Between him and Ryan Murphy and Robert Kirkman, we're screwed. You know what his secret is? Tell me. The deal with the devil. Oh. Soul to soul. Yeah. Fair trade. Good on you. It's working. You know, the, the, the devil had one request. He said, I'll make this deal. You can write all the shows. You can write all the seasons of TV. And you can keep up the pace. Multiple seasons. You're your own white writer's room. I have one request. And Tyler Sheridan was like, well, besides my soul, I was like, yeah, soul plus. You have to cast Wes Bentley and Yellowstone. You got to cast him. Uh, f- uh, Team Bentley. He's grown on me a ton. A Has ton, he? a ton, and sort of a thankless character. I like, I like him this season a lot. Do you? Yeah. Murderer, a murderer. I mean, who isn't in that show, right? Yeah, it's true. But he actually murdered like a I woman mean, in cold blood on that show. I mean, she was asking for it. She was not. She was trying to get away. She was. <laughs> he killed his father. Spoiler. He did kill his father. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. It's a fun soap opera. The thing that blows my mind about Taylor Sheridan is his acumen as a businessman exceeds his ability as a writer and creator. Mm-hmm. Because I have never seen a show with more pinpoint precision when it comes to the way they market. Every commercial that that show has in between scenes is cowboy boots, denim, hats. Like It, it is so lifestyle-centric to that thing. I mean, he's he's got a cottage industry he knows where his bread is buttered and and i and i I know that some people think it's some big red state show and it's really not Mm -hmm. it's it's just to me it's 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 a show about a specific thing that and and it should defy anybody's political leanings so say the same thing about cowboy bebop exact same same thing did you uh cowboy shows right did you ever um pull off a cowboy hat and you ever wear that wear one i have one in my bathroom yeah, I don't think I look good in a in a in a cowboy hat, nor because I, I feel very inauthentic. 
but I do enjoy putting it on. You do, and you put it on the privacy of your own home. I put, well, we had our sales meeting in 2019 in Nashville, mm-hmm. and me and one of my coworkers then, now he works on my team, went into a boot barn, which is a rite of passage there, and we both came out with, he said, we're, we're both getting cowboy hats. And I said, all right, all right, I'll take. So we both bought cowboy hats and wore them. What color? It's actually, it's light, it's a light brown, and it's meshy. It's got a lot of holes in it, so it breathes well. I got one, I got a tie-dye one. I don't have a cowboy hat. My kids have a couple because we went to a rodeo and they were selling them. Oof. And so we bought one. We, the kids wanted them. We bought them. Went to a rodeo. Not on the list of things I would have ever thought you would have said to me. Yeah, it was like a local. It wasn't like an intense rodeo, but there's some there's some stuff. There's some uh, lassoing and all that stuff, you know. And they were selling uh, cowboy hats and belt buckles and all that kind of thing. What's the What's the big fried dish that they always have at, at like fairs? They uh, had that too. Is it funnel cakes? Yes, funnel cakes. That's what they served at the Twister premiere. <sighs> That's what you get a Twister when it turns fifty. I don't know. As for his birthday, I, I, it was it was gonna be a joke. Mine was a joke, and it was fine. And you had to fuck it. I improved it. I honestly, if a tornado lived to fifty, we'd we'd be gone as a species. By the way. <laughs> Hey, remember that you know that fifty-year-old tornado moving around the stage? They don't. No. Oh, wait, so these are different tornadoes. It's not the same one. <laughs> That'd be great. I thought they. That's just Eddie. He's back. Got a big old beard. Maybe big old Eddie, white beard. Maybe we'll get an Eddie the tornado sticker made. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you really, you really nailing me with science here because I had no idea. I yeah. thought that was just. I didn't know there was a, more than one tornado. So, so this is kind of fun. Movie, me and my daughter watched a movie that we did an episode of if I'm not yeah. mistaken. And it has aged really well. I was a little dis- I was so hyped for it and I was a little disappointed with it when I saw it. But the more I've seen it, the more I kind of love it. It's uh, the second Godzilla movie, King of the Monsters. I love that movie. It's really good. I was a big fan when we watched it. Yeah, it's first of all it's beautifully made. Mo- great monster stuff in it. I think everybody pointed to the script being super weak. Well, that's what I I'm talking about. Mind. That's that that yeah. stuff did not bother me as much as I thought it Doesn't. might. Those it movies doesn't are get beautiful. As, all three of them are beautiful. Actually, I'll I just for I just watched the uh, one that kicked it off two Gareth, weeks ago. So good. Some of the most mm-hmm. beautiful photography in a monster movie for sure. Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards, and then we got Mike Doherty, and then we got Adam Wingard did the most recent one with uh, uh, what's his name doing the one in between Skull Island was that guy that kind of stopped making movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, uh, did he get canceled? Ish, maybe ish. Safety not guaranteed. Is that the guy, or wait, no, or is that no, no, no? That's um, this Jurassic guy. This guy is. um, I liked his. He had a cool beard. Has a V in his name, maybe. He had a weird beard. That's not a bad movie. It's a wonderful movie. Skull Island. I didn't. I didn't see the last Godzilla and King Kong. I didn't watch it. What? How do you live on Earth and not see the best? It came out during COVID, right on HBO Max or something. I just missed it. It's wonderful. It blew. They blooped it out. All right, we're, episode, kind of, we're doing that like in the next three episodes. Is that you think it's just as good as King of Monsters? They're all there. See, first of all, they're in my wheelhouse, a hundred percent. You could, you know, they're those movies are made for me. But yes, it's wonderful. It's it's who was in that one? You got Millie B. Brown again. You got uh, what's his face playing the podcaster, the guy from um, Middle Ditch isn't in it, is he? He was in the second one. It's weird. It's a weird combo of people. What's the guy Middle, who... Middle Ditch won a... He's in the Guinness Book. He, he's a person on Earth that said the word Titans the most. I don't What's remember who's in What's the guy who was in... Aaron Taylor Johnson? Did he ever come no, back? No, 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 no. Brian Tyree Henry. He's in it. Oh, I like him. And and then there's somebody else. 
who's sort of annoying in it. But it's Ken Watanabe could not be reached for comment. He was busy. And I think our, the girl I love, the one from the Night House, the Shelley Duvall alike, what's her name? She's, She's in, in that? Rach, uh, what's her name? From the town. She's really. Isn't she in it? Uh, Rebecca, help me. Yeah, DeMornay. Hall. Rebecca Hall. Rebecca Hall, yeah. She is in it. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. You're nailing it. Lance Reddick, of course, in there. Kyle Chandler in this. Yeah, he's reprising his role as Papa. Don't read too much on it in case they spoil something. Kong's I'm not it. reading. They're all lovely. And I'm glad the MonsterVerse is continuing because it's as important to me as any other franchise. And what about other? the Dark Universe? Is that I wish the... that continued. Yeah, me too. I wish it, I want more. I just... Pour one out <laughs> for the Dark U, you know? I was surprised. I watched Dracula Untold well after it was long gone. Mm-hmm. And I found myself liking it. A lot of people like Dracula Untold. And Luke Evans, I'm a big fan. I know, I know. He's an interesting uh, actor. You're being mean? Super bland white, but I, but interesting. I do. I kind of like him, too, Luke Evans. Yeah, he got. He was in, um, wasn't he Gaston in Beauty and the Beast live action? So, people yeah. really liked him in that. And he was lovely in, you know, he was in the Fast and Furious films, and he was in the Devil's Double, I think, or something. What was he in? Some, he was in some other shit. Anyway, I mean, guys, let's not beat around, though. It's a movie microscope. So we zoom in. We get all up in Canada's business. We eat a largish elf. We work up at the lather, a Precambrian sweatshop. We crank our watch until it hurts. Get all hedonistic. Get our spinal razor sharp and stiff. Dip toe in the coward's pool. Hair punch a scoundrel. Magnify what's right. Get all sacks with it. Huddle up tight. Group of wet friends. Discuss the day's events over a deep kettle and some Darjeel. We punt gods right through the goalpost. Watch a movie through distorted, sick-ass, penetrative eyes. Eyes that have rubbed up against the heebie-jeebies and take it out. Take that movie inside. Let it scram through. Birth it out through the other side. Let it decongest. See what makes or breaks. Share what likes you. So if we're talking about Gamer... We would talk about the scene where Gerard Bartlett gets fed up in the middle of a match and unplugs his cock ring, storms out of the building, only to discover the real world is not so different as the virtual world. It's a hot fucking mess, is what I'm saying. Real world's a hot fucking mess, man. Spilling out germophobes and germs and homophobes and homes. Ain't so great. Makes you want to plug that cock ring back in, Gerard, and get up on in. Pull that trigger till the cows come dead. Gamer. Who are the Who are the two? There's more? Double directors. Oh, I can't. Oh, is that that's the guys. Neville Dean and Taylor? Right, yeah. Sheridan? Neville Dean, Neville Dean and Taylor. Is that their name? Those guys have to be kicking their own ass saying, how did we not John Wick how? How did John Wick happen after us? How did we not get into, into that? Neville Dean. Sounds Neville like a Dean. delightful powder that you mix with milk. <laughs> Neville Dean and Taylor. Is that, am I, did I get it right? Of course you did. What do they do? But They did the... Um, Snatch. I mean, uh, they did the those two films. They did... And they went straight to hell. Not Snatch. What are they called? Crank. Crank. Did one of them do Hardcore Henry, or did they try to do hard? No. I don't think so. I don't think those guys were behind it. Those still, were those guys still in there? How did it happen? I mean, how did it happen? How did it happen? How did they happen? And and then just I got to look at their IMDb page before I do. I got some news to report on one of those guys. All right. Married to Alice, Allison Lohman. Oh. Is that her name? Yeah. From um, Drag Me to Hell. Drag Me to Hell. And Mastic. from White Oleander. And Matchstick Mastic Men. Men. Oof. Eesh. They got a movie coming out. Uh, Neville Dean does, at least. The Olympians. It's in production, but there's no cast attached. That doesn't That doesn't, That doesn't. doesn't sound good. Poor guy. What about Lauren Dean and Taylor? Lauren Dean. I haven't heard that name in 2022, I don't think. I don't think you said it. I wonder what he's up to. I wonder how his COVID's been. I wonder what he's doing. Boring the 
tears off of someone. Probably lecturing a young person about the, the, the dangers of filmmaking. Kids like, I got problems you don't have, like talent. Lauren Dean sweating bullets. Lauren Dean, I wonder if he's still, he is, every once in a while he'll pop up he in is, something. He, of yeah. course, is still working. He's killing, I mean, he's got to. I give him a lot of credit. He is so bland, it's a miracle he shows up on film. He's so bland, his voice shouldn't even be discernible in audio. He's he's like picky. He's interesting. Like he like he's in his last movie was Ad Astra, you know. And before that, he was in The Mule. He said, "Yeah, I'll be in your I'll be in your gigantic productions, but I'm not going to be in any straight to video fare for sure. I ain't Jason Patrick." So, what's your relationship with Long Came a Spider? This is a movie that we always talk about. That's my relationship with it. I don't know why we always talk about this film when we always talk about Monica Potter in this film, and so it's kind of a jokey film for us. And that we reference it a lot. But it's a movie I've seen a bunch of times for some reason. I've seen it at least three times now. And you, I, you've you, seen it more? Probably around the same, maybe more. I don't know why, but it came out in 2001. What were you doing back then? I can't talk about it because all of the reports aren't finished. No, I mean, um, it was 2001. I was writing about movies on the internet. You're shaking off Y2K. Survived it somehow. We were just starting to get in each other's faces a little bit. You and me? Yeah. I was, yeah. I was during the, the golden message board days, so I, I was in I was in a in the deep in the deep wilderness with all you folks. You're pigging a cyber blanket back then, Nick. Yeah, you're just wrapped up in the internet. Not now, though. No, not not now. But I, I do think that we didn't know what we had. We didn't know how shitty it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. And it's a miracle we made it, because what a fuck show everything got to become. But yeah, man, we were rocking it out, typing words um, onto screens, clicking. Approved. Yeah, we were doing it. We were yeah. tr- we we're back then arguing online. Now that seems to be the national pastime, right? Like everybody. Yeah, but it was arguing. Slinging it out. It was arguing in a conversation that wasn't meant to ruin somebody's life. That's true. It's like we disagree about this movie. Here's why. Oh, and here's what I think. Oh, here's what you think. Eh, I don't agree with you at all. Well, got pre- it got pretty heated and got pretty mean. Yeah, it got mean to. To an extent, but not like it was bad. Sometimes I was great. I was great. Anyway, so you, yeah, you, you've seen this movie a bunch of times. Of course, man. This is the one of the two Alex Cross movies that Morgan Freeman made. This is the prequel to Kiss the Girls. That's right, apparently. which we've done a wonderful job with already. Even though it came out afterwards, right? Yeah, we did Kiss the Girls, which you wrote a lovely song for, and I expect you, you'll write one for this. Oh, I didn't do one for Alex Cross. We did do. The Tyler Perry Alex Cross movie, you're right, where Jack from Lost was the bad guy. You know, I think um, Tyler Perry a little bit less successful in the role, obviously, than Morgan Freeman, I'd say. I'm going to say barely. Barely less successful. Kiss the Girls was a hit. Was was Along Came a Spider not a hit? I, can't, I cannot zoom in that hard to figure out if this was a hit or not. Did we discover if, or, if whether or not Morgan Freeman's dropping action on his... On a young girl. I mean, this movie did make over $100 million. Maybe not too much of a hit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Let's, I guess, let's look at his Wikipedia page and click on Controversy. No, they, 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 they don't have it. It's been scrubbed. He did have a stepdaughter mar- murder, though. That's not good. What? One of his stepdaughters got slaughtered. Published an investigation was eight men accused for him of being overly flirtatious, making inappropriate comments on film. He denied it. I remember there was a story going around that he was married to or... Hanging out with his, a young, a really young lady that may or may not have been sort of tangentially related to him. I don't know. 
I remember that story too. I, I, I don't. I think that might have been fabricated. I think maybe this story was fabricated. I'm just kind of skimming the Wikipedia. Well, Who knows? It did Look, affect my performance at the Spank Bank. I'll tell you that. I wonder about Morgan Freeman's love life. He has married two. Let's see here. His four kids currently divorced. Actually, he's out there as a single man. Morgan Freeman. He's running around. Look, he's shopping around. He's trying to settle down, Morgan Freeman. But he doesn't have time. He's always on sets. Once with me. You, know, you met him on Dreamcatcher. Yeah, where he had the craziest yeah. hair, eyebrows. He didn't have eyebrows. They yeah. have wild eyebrows in that. We, we so we only do the good Morgan Freeman films on this show. Wincott a delight in this movie. Wincott a delight in every movie. <laughs> what is your favorite Michael Wincott performance? I don't There's know. There's only one correct actually. answer, and it's a surprising one. It's not um, Alien Resurrection. It is not. It's not Metro. Although he's great in it. Uh, is it The Crow? It is not The Crow. It is Oliver Stone's talk radio. Oh, you, does he play the terrible guy in the... Does he play the killer? He plays... Yeah, he plays the, the crazy person on the phone. And it's a very animated performance. And he may play a variety of characters in that, but he is so great. I know nothing about Michael Wincott other than, than what I've seen on screen. I wonder if he does... Well, he didn't have books. to buy his bed, I found out. <laughs> You're welcome. I wonder if he uh, does audiobooks. He's got such a wonderful voice. You know, such a full, rich, full-bodied voice, Nick. Can you do it? Can you pull off his voice? Do you know, Give me a little... Barricade will take a shit. <laughs> That's not him. No, you sounds so like him. No. I, I, I've never tried to Owen Cott, to be honest. Jezzy, Nick. Jezzy in this. <laughs> what do you think? You like that name. I don't. It's the character of Monica Potter plays Jesse in this. Let's, let's let's go down the list here. We got Morgan Freeman, Michael Wincott already announced. We got um, oh my god, Ma- Michael Wincott yeah. from Canada, perfect. But most importantly, five ten. Is he Rod Zombie's height? Five, All right, fair enough. All right, so yeah, who's in this? We got we got J O Sanders reprising his role from Kiss the Girl. We got Billy Burke in here. You got William Burke. You got Mika or Micah Borum, depending on who you pronounce. Yeah, Michael Moriarty in this Sherlock's foe in here. Cue the Winged Serpent's foe. You mm. got the illustrious, never forgetting Penelope Ann Miller in this. Penelope in here. We got Dylan Baker we, rocking it out here. We got Anton Yelchin. Anton Yelchin in here, for sure. You got Morgan Freeman. Who we mentioned. Yeah. You also have about Ms. Ms. Monica Potter. Oh yeah, and Mr. Michael Wincott. We've been talking about them, but they're all. That's who rounds out the cast. I'm sure there's more in here. Who else is in here? I, I wrote. I wrote down a person that at the end that I noticed in the credits. Ocean Hellman in this. <laughs> Nick. Any relation to Ramsey? <laughs> I don't think so. Ocean Hellman, big mayonnaise fan, also loves the sea. Ocean Hellman here. Let's let's look her up. A Canadian former actress. Oh. Um, she might be the teacher that gets killed in the in the at the beginning. I'm not sure. But she's on Instagram. Don't worry, she's on there. Calm down. Calm down. Ocean Hellman's on Instagram. Calm down. She's there. Jeez, Nick. Don't worry. She has an Instagram account. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's on it. Um, I'm just gonna post. You're in luck. Her last post, January sixth. About to storm the Capitol. That's weird. <laughs> I'm going to say, don't worry, the microscope is about to drop an episode featuring Along Came a Spider. Spoilers, the spider came! I Nick. love episodes. All right, so, directed by Lee Tamahori, who we've done 
one of their films already, The Delightful Edge. Also did Mulholland Falls. We did do it. Also did Once for Warriors. Also did Die Another Day. We did. Did we do Mulholland Falls? We did the we shit did, out right? of it. We did it with John. We didn't do Once for Warriors. He did it, though. Yeah, he did the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. Lee Tomahur, he also did a Bond movie. Which one? Die Another Day, as I said. I and remember. also wore a skirt and got in trouble. Try to give mm. try to give the old bi- mouth business, right? He uh, dressed up as a woman, uh, I think a proposition to cop, and got arrested. But He it, dressed up look, in women's clothing. He may, not have, he may have been dressing up as a man in women's clothing. I don't know what happened, but I think he was pretending to be a prostitute, and then he got in trouble. Hey, the heart wants what the heart wants. And in this case, the heart wanted that cop's dick in his mouth. Harmless. But yeah, he got in trouble for it. And then um, the cops did a sting op on old poor Lee Tamahari. Or oh, Tomahari, God. You know. They sang falsetto at him and annoyed the daylights out of him. And he was like, look, I directed Along Came a Spider. They executed and they're like, him. Is that the one? Is that the, <laughs> is that the one where Monica Potter is actually the bad guy? He's like, hell yeah. Is that the um, one well, where Monica Potter has the most confused and peaceful and petite, beautiful face throughout 90% of the movie and then becomes the T-100? It's called acting, Nick. Oh. Look it up. Nick Nunziata, why don't you give us the plot? Axe Cross is an awful cop who has awful partners that all die, and he is drawn into an awful kidnapper's attempt to take a boring-ass kid and put her in the bottom of a boat for a while. Parents hate it. Cops hate it. People are betraying each other. Alice Cross fails at every opportunity to the point where he has to let a girl die in a barn nearly, and then he comes in and saves it. There you go. Perfect. You nailed it. Lee Tamahari nailed it. The cop nailed him. <laughs> and um, not in the way you'd hoped. Oh. But here's the thing, Nick. Brown bag, this is brown bird. Brown bag, this is brown bird. What happens at the beginning? So, Brad Bird, this is brown bag and brown bird. He says, I'm busy writing the Incredibles. So the, look. I mean, Movie Fre- kicks off. Freeman's partners ha- are, are, are basically told to die immediately by the government. And his current one is no exception. She's riding in a car pretending to be a sexy pot. While this guy who is a suspected villain is making the moves on her. And she's... Uh, She's he fucking finds that hidden earring treat. He does. You think maybe Tom Hurry was doing re, like research this scene? Cause that yeah, th- I like that scene a lot. Actually, it's it is an insane scene, Nick. They he it's is. An I, scene. I mean, I, obviously we we talk about the car crash all the time and the ridiculous physics of it, but the stuff leading up to the crash deserves its day in the sun. Okay, because it's a funny back and forth. It's so generic and it's so over the top the way that they're communicating and the way this guy's being a hound dog and the way she's not convincing at all as a potential partner to him. And Freeman in her ear t- telling her exactly what to say. What a, I know, it's incredible. What a dominant, so, dominant man. He brown bag, this is brown bird, is that they're, they're, the helicopter is talking to the ground. Like they're talking to each other. There's an eye in the sky and there's troops, there's people on the ground and this is a sting op and they're trying to catch this would-be killer or this killer. And instead of arresting the guy, you know, just outright, they're just trying to catch him in the act, I guess. They're going to wait till right before his partner's dead and then come in on their white horses. Is that what's happening? But they're going to wait till they're on a bridge that's dangerous. So anyway, this killer, as he's driving, he tries to grab the, force this woman to do oral sex on him. And she's like, resists it. She pulls her gun, says, it's time for this, this charade to end. They get in kind of a fight in the car. He, the guy forgets to drive because he starts to try to wrestle right with they her. Go over a dam. And then he crashes in a really CGI way because uh, he's going like 140 miles per hour. Ping pongs off the rails and 
over the yeah he he his car goes over the well, it looks like the Hoover Dam. It ain't. He flies out of this car, but she's caught her with the wheels caught she's kind of knocked out and morgan freeman's like wait 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 i have to run up and get close before you fall to your death hold up hold up wait 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 so yep. she's kind enough to wait first of all the car wrecks in a very early 2000s way sure. is it early 2000s when it came out yeah 2000 wrecks in an early 2000s way of bad physics bad rendering but let's not discount when the, when the dude flies out and falls to it's his amazing. Death. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's a wonderful dummy that they've created in the computer. And for, it's it's we just did we just did uh, turbulence, a, a ridiculous attempt at a at a sting operation. And then we do this. And, and there's a very cliffhanger, you know, intro here where he he basically foretells a career of complete fails. You know, basically he sets the stage for what's the failures that are to come, and she takes well, that's it the, out. That's the thing is, you said that he is talking in her earpiece, telling her what to say. Like she she's like. All she's there to do is listen to Morgan Freeman feeding her genius lines to say to this killer. And one of the things he has her say is, what is it about big hair that turns guys on anyway? That's what Morgan Freeman has her say, right? Mm -hmm. The fact that he says big hair in this movie, huge win. Mm -hmm. That's great. They really focus on hair because the killer likes short hair. Like He's complimenting. He's called the short hair killer, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. You're kidding. No, it's what he's called. It's a a joke. No! Do you need to watch the movie again? Short hair killer. Well, there's a lot of stuff at the beginning over the credits of this kind of this this back and forth between the, this conversation that's taking place and the cops are listening in, so it's a little distorted. So forgive me <laughs> if I didn't hear them mutter, "I think we got our man, the short haired killer." <laughs> Did they? Is his name the short haired killer? He got the lamest. And plus, she doesn't have short hair, does she? No, she she got fake ass big hair. Yeah. But then somebody somebody trash talks big hair in that scene. Maybe it's the guy. They do. You're talking about Jim Galloway. Anyway, so I love it though because she... Freeman makes her put the earpiece back in as she's falling. And he tells her what to say. Ow! It hurts. I'm dying. Oh, the ground is coming so fast. I'm dead. He, he says he 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 she, as she's falling she, right before she falls. He goes, I don't care. Then she falls. It's a fugitive reference, Nick. Tommy Lee Tomahori in this. Talking about her hair, they're in the helicopter and there's dialogue about them talking about her stupid hair, which is a huge mistake. One of the headlines, oh no, yep, officer follows investigation of short hair killer. Serial killer strikes again, police find seventh victim, and something about the short hair short hair killer, he's called it. We went to the tape. You zoomed in. He's a short hair killer. You zoomed in so hard, I, so I, I appreciate that. I word. thought it'd be great if he just goes after pubes. That's what I was hoping. <sighs> that's another, that's a... If you okay, let's say he, he did. He, he's a, he was a guy, a, a murderer that went after your rage, <laughs> and yeah. call him the abominable Doctor Pubes. Right? Would that be cool? Oh man, it'd be cool. Not yeah. You're just you're riffing on it now, but I mean, short hair killer. When you get it right the first time, so he anyway he now he short hair killer gets ping ponged down the Hoover Dam out of here. And then Morgan Freeman is super sad to see his partner get blown down and off into heaven. And then it cuts to a school, right? And there's it's a heavily kids are arriving at a um, elite elementary school, I guess. Ping bonging down the Hoover Dam. Bob Bob Molden here. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, there's a lot of cops, and there's a there's Anton Yelchin plays a um, he's a, he's very young in this movie. He plays a, a son of some Russian diplomats, I guess. And I mean, you call me, another... you call him young, I call him midlife. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my God! And then. 
RIP. And then more, uh, there's a young girl named Megan talking with her friends. And then, you know, they, it's, a, it's a normal school day, it seems. Just there's, there's a heavy security presence at the school, right? Lots of talking into wristwatches and earpieces. Love it. And checking security footage. Love it. Bunch of people just making sure the school is secure. And then they instantly show you a teacher who obviously has <laughs> makeup on and is wearing some kind of... Some kind of uh, you know prosthetics. It is right and stunning. And so they these these crack this crack squad of uh, they just never put it together. This guy's wearing a fat suit and, and weird you know, they, ass appliances. And kids are the meanest people in the world. Mm-hmm. You know that there would be a subplot where they're calling Peace Face or whatever. You know, like I wonder what Peace right. Face is going to teach us today. I wonder what old crepe hair is going to talk about. Yeah, and he's a history teacher, and he's got pictures all over his room. What pictures does he have, Nick? Charles Lindbergh. Zoom in. Got Lindbergh in there. That figures prominently in this movie, but he also has a picture of OJ. Got a picture of Will Smith up there. But my favorite. Elliot Goldenthal. Got a, a picture of Albert Einstein, and it's that one where he's sticking his tongue out. They can't help themselves. They, they got to put that them. picture up. Right. That famous picture where he, he was goofy one time when they took his picture. Right. And it's forever his picture. It's like the only yeah. shot shot they got of Huey Lewis is him with his dick out pissing off a cliff. He's done more with his life, folks. That Albert Einstein picture infuriates me. Why? Because I don't want to see his tongue. It's something I, I don't want to it's see everywhere. a scientist's tongue ever. Yeah, man, a bit of a bit of a Lothario old Albert Einstein. The women liked his dick. Women uh, adored his brain. Oh. He had a big brain. Is he and the guy he that stuck always, his tongue out. Is that the guy that had the same clothes in his closet all the time? I believe you're thinking of Steve Jobs. No, no, way before him, way before him. I think Einstein was the one who every, every, there was a famous scientist who every article, he basically had the same. It was I believe Einstein. you're thinking of Fred Flintstone. <laughs> is that they're at the school and actually this is this is the this is d-day they don't show us a normal day in the school they don't and we get to see you know they go home and come back and there's a kidnapping this is kidnap day what is his wonderful name by the way mr sanji mr sanji what a great and name. he and he is uh british i don't like he's got kind of a and a much british accent. and a much higher voice than michael wincott's known for and he's teaching the stuff and class breaks and then he calls Megan. And he Megan, this young girl. He's Mike like, "Look, Burr. come into yeah. make a burn. Yeah, come into. I got. I got to talk to you about your paper. You cheated." She starts to freak out, and he puts a needle in her neck, knocks her out. But guess who comes in as it's happening? I imagine Ocean Hellman, but I think it's a teacher. She comes in. She goes, "What's happening? Oh, can I help you?" And he strangles her neck to death. To death, not to knock out. He strangles her because she walked in at the wrong time and he was she was really just trying to get the kid out but now he has to murder someone because she got in the way and then what does he do he complains about equal pay in the workplace he sticks her in a uh, thing that he has in there that looks like a, a bunch of computers on a cart oh, but yeah. really it has a hollow it's hollowed out and he puts he fits a, a body in there oh. he puts the young girl in okay. there mr song and so then and so then you know they start to susp- they don't know where megan is that the security starts to freak out Figure out something's wrong, but not in time, Nick. Not in time. Which is great for the listeners and the viewers because that means they got to call the best famous young. Well, I wanted to. I wanted to zoom in a little bit before we moved to Morgan Freeman and catch up what he's doing with what his life is now that his partner's gone eight months later. Anton Yelchin is and and Megan, his, her character Mika Borm's character, are kind of flirting in class. They're kind of sending notes. These encrypted notes, because they have computers in class. Do you know what a search engine that 
Anton Yelchin is, is using in this. Tell me. My search. M Y lowercase and then all caps search. I don't, think I don't know if it's if it's real, but I hope it's made up. I can't zoom in. They do talk about graphics a little much. They're really into gifs. They do. They're into and they they, they My search just goes to askjeeves.com. Okay. Looks like unfortunately. So maybe it was real at one point. Ask Jeeves is still in service? That's what came up. It's ask ask.com. I guess maybe that's not the same thing. Man, I bet ask.com's out there going, what about us? I think the world what was about a, us? I think the world was a better place when people had brand loyalty to search engines. Dot I'm an Optivista guy myself, motherfucker. Ask.com has a 20 best survival horror games to play this Halloween. Right next to 20 best podcasts of 2022 so far. Hold on here. Get ready to I be am, disappointed. I'm just flipping through. I mean, the microscope's not in here, but Borderline Salty is. Rob's Job Fair. I just... I don't want us to be famous. Can I zoom in? Mission accomplished. <laughs> I don't want us to show up on one of those things. I don't want to know what mind a third party... Mind if I zoom in? <laughs> Got your wish. I don't want to know what some third party interprets this as. Give me, put me on one list. You know, put our show on one list. The, the, pod, the top 20 podcasts that zoom in. Get us on that top list. Top 20 you know. election denier podcasts. <laughs> Top 20 least favorite podcasts voted on by the estate of Anton Yelchin. So, oh, Morgan, cut to Morgan Freeman bumming out in his duplex, wherever he lives. Who knows? Apartment building. He is shipbuilding, Nick. He is with the tweezers and the glue, whatever those tools you use, X-Acto knife. He is putting, putting together a pirate ship, it looks like, some kind of vessel, and he is very hard at work. His daughter or his sister, who knows, she she gets one scene. Not his wife. Same last name. She's though. alive. You know. So his sister probably. Wait, she's this like, is a Look, before I... Kiss the Girls. Yeah, but I don't think he was even married in Kiss the Girls. No, they would have given him a, a hard-on sequence if it was his wife. And she's they, like, when she are you going to fill snap... with semen? He goes, soon, baby, soon. <laughs> said, snap out of it. You're in a funk for eight months. She, your partner died. That's worth six months, not eight. Now you're doing ships? And you're not even good at it? This thing sucks. And she kicks it across the room. Yeah. No, but yeah, he is. It's time to get back on the horse of being bad at being a detective. And he is. Yeah, you can't go a full year. So he he's ready to screw up again. Yeah, he's, he's ready. And he's like, I, there's too many partners that are alive and kicking out there right now. Let me get on it. Fortunately for him, it's not that he gets back on the saddle because like he wants to, but... The killer, or the, I'm sorry, the kidnapper is a huge Alex Cross fan and calls him up and says, look, I put a shoe in your mailbox. You're now on the case. Mm-hmm. And you know what he calls his mailbox? A, a corrugated something or other. Your cold, corrugated mailbox. And, you know, Morgan Freeman's like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Because just go look at your dumb mailbox and that's where her, her shoe is in there. And so he puts it in the bag because he's a super and nerd. And he goes to play it against sports, drops it off, says, I'll get you the other one at some point. <laughs> She's a huge germaphone. I puts it in a bag, and then it gives him an insta pass to the crime scene. He just shows the shoe, and then everybody lets him in the door. They're like, "All right, yeah, come on in. This come is, on in the crime scene." This is shortly after the scene where Michael Wincott, who we discover is under the prosthetics of Mister Sanji, is on his mm-hmm. boat with the captured Mika Borum, sinks his face, fat and flesh and fat body in the sea. He does. He pulls off his applications. He pulls off all that makeup and all that stuff. He rips into his face like he's in Poltergeist. Nick, what's the name of his ship? What's the name of his boat? I've seen it a million times. It's dumb. It's boring. 
It's it's very boring. If there's a pun with the C. It's a letter C. C dreamer. Yeah, it's so stupid. I don't know if it's a is it a pun? Well, it's he, C C dash dreamer. So bad. There should be a law that if you're making a movie with a boat that has a name, mm-hmm. it's got to be a world beater of a name. You don't get this opportunity much in life. Name a boat? I know. God damn the sea it. Dreamer. It's fucking sea dash dreamer. It's bad, well, Nick. Okay. Michael Wincott. Michael Wincott fucked up in this movie. Okay. Huge. Okay. So he's like he, it was a non-sexual relationship. He's likable. Oh, why is he likable? He's he's he should have been. He's Michael Wincott. He's the best. <laughs> he kidnaps a girl, kills a fisherman. He interacts with Alex Cross annoyingly. Yet he's super likable. You feel bad for him at the end a little bit. Did you? I kind of did. Of course. He had to sit in the teacher's lounge for two fucking years and inhale smoke and bad coffee and listen to people talk about, you know, how their dreams aren't being realized. They're never going to write that novel and how their kids are fucked up. And, and he can't He's, purge. He can't say, I'm going to kidnap one of these kids forever. He stole the kid. He did. Of Senator Hank Rose, played by Michael Moriarty, mm-hmm. Moriarty, and wife. His wife is Penelope Ann Miller. So she's an important kid. Like she's connected. But as they say in the movie, no one knows who Senator Hank Rose is. No one gives a flying shit about this guy. Why kidnap her? That's what Alex Rose or Alex Cross is trying to put that together in his his brain. So he can't make heads or tails because one thing that the killer is doing, Alex Cross is saying this this is. This is an important case. This is beyond what he can Crime of the century. ever think. Crime of the century. Like he starts to talk about the grandiosity of this of this case and the importance of it. Uh, delusions of grandeur, as Alex Cross might suspect. But he's trying to figure out why this kid. If that's what you're trying to do, the crime of the century. Why this little tyke? So you know his his little gray cells are working as the movie speeds along. Anyway, so he Alex Cross meets Monica Potter's character, who was on. Um, was supposed to protect the kids. She was one of the like uh, security guards at, at the at the place, Secret Service agents, I guess. I don't know what the hell they are. She's all dejected. Everybody's mad at her. Dylan Baker's character's mad at her because they're like, "You blew it. You let you let the kids get kidnapped." And he's right. They all should be fired. It's like their one job. Anyway, so she starts to kind of ingratiate herself with Alex Cross, and they become partners. Her boss is the is Dylan Baker at his most lizard-like, and he doesn't. He wants to fire ass. He's not proud that she... No. He, he is disappointed that she, the kid was kidnapped on her watch. He would be much more disappointed to realize she was the evil mastermind, but he doesn't get mm-hmm. to... We don't get to see him experience that pleasure, but Monica Potter looking so cute and so innocent and so sad. Beautiful. And just, and also so so quiet. She's such a she's got a little quiet face. Yeah. Barely, I mean, like, like piss said. holes in the snow, her eyes. It's like... I don't know what that means, but she is definitely um, charming in this. I like her. She's good in this. you know. And she's got a website, Nick. We talked about it before. Yeah. She's got a lifestyle website or something. She sells like lilac shit. I don't know. She's got, you know what I'm saying? She's got like um, yeah. a mini goop. Right. Monica Potter's version of it, mm-hmm. I guess. And so you can go out there and check it out. It's called, I think, MonicaPotterHome.com. If you're not offended easily, you can go. What do you mean? She does all of her ads in blackface. Brown wall. Anyway, so they're they're partner they're partnered together, and you know Alex Cross is like he the parents of the child are are really upset. Like they're upset that their kids cap have been kidnapped, but they're also intrigued that Alex Cross is is hold on the on, case. And they're second. kind of I just gotta I just gotta they just <laughs> jailbroke my phone. Tim Cook just came through. He says you have a long came a spider paws on your iPhone. 
Do we need to call authorities? So, um, you know, he's he's he, he has a conference with the parents and Monica Potter and, and Dylan Baker. And, and he's and so they're very intrigued that Alex Cross has been pulled onto the case by the kidnapper, that he's talked to him. They're worried about their daughter. But Penelope Ann Miller is really concerned with his involvement, Alex Cross. And she seems really kind of more of a fan of him than kind of excited about getting her daughter back. She's straddling a line, I guess, between those two things. Anyway, I love that Alex Cross goes in there. Instead of reassuring the parents, he's like, uh, the act of strangling is a crime of passion, saying that kind of shit to them. <laughs> he's He, at one point, started reading from a book to them. It's called, like, uh, what is the book he's Here's reading? The master, oh. the master Kidnapper. He's reading passages cited by the killer to them. And so they're like, Are my, is my kid going to get killed? And he's like, no, I don't think so. I think he hasn't decided that. But I said the same thing about my partner, so I didn't think they were going to get killed. I just like that he goes there and he starts being cryptic and weird and like, and detective, like he's doing, you know, he's he's a cut above the other detectives. No, but the best is Michael Moriarty flat out asking him the best question around. What? Are we dealing with a sex maniac? And Morgan Mm -hmm. Freeman, who really doesn't know at this point in the film, should have said, probably. Yeah. Probably. He didn't leave fingerprints because he was making fake fingers all over the place. There's no doubt he's going to try them out. He's like, I, I know I'm always crossing my fingers because I'm Alex Cross, and those are cross fingers, but I'm crossing my cross fingers and hoping that he's not a sex maniac. I hope you do it with me. Speak it into the world. Maybe it'll be true. And they cut to behind him, and he's got his fingers crossed behind his back, too. CYA, Alex Cross. Got to CY that A. <laughs> So anyway, they're doing some investigation at the school and there is a a woman that works on the FBI with the FBI and she's, she's like the computer genius and she's scoping gifts, Nick. She's scoping gifts. That's how you know she's serious. Mm -hmm. She's in the computers. She's tickling the ivory slash keys and she's scoping gifts. Have you ever heard that term? Yeah. And you know, I think the outs cross kind of nudges her out of the way and he starts zooming in on footage and figuring out like there's a missing picture in the office hit the teacher's office and they figure out it's charles Lindbergh. that's when they start you know Lindbergh famously had a, a child kidnapped and murdered and so alice cross very politely starts calling the kidnapper mr. also flew Lindbergh, a bit but he calls him mr Lindbergh. now the kidnapper is not mr Lindbergh. you know what i'm saying like he's a kidnapper call him after the guy that kidnapped i don't know who that guy's yeah name was. and and that's where dylan baker utters the immortal can you zoom in there? He does. They say it in this movie. Can you zoom in? And and Alice Cross is zooming in. And we have got we've taken your your question and, and turned it into magic. And it's funny because when Monica Potter first tells Mr. Alex Cross about Sanji, so that he has has a sense of humor. Alex Cross wanders into this classroom later in the movie. Charles mm. Lindbergh on every every monitor and every kid's terminal. Charles Lindbergh's name on the wall, and he has to crack the big mystery about the missing picture, which is Charles Lindbergh. Duh. And then he also deduces that Sanji has a sense of humor in this scene. Shit, yeah. he already was given by a dummy. What does Alex right. Cross do? What does he actually do? <laughs> Doesn't do anything. I mean, yeah, he put, it takes him forever to figure out that the Lindbergh picture is important, you know? And it's not. Um, it is. I mean, it just kind of shows you what he's he's mirroring his crimes after, I guess. But um, what do you think of that tape outline of the teacher that the teacher that's right? They had like a, they taped her outline on the floor. Fantastic. What did you think of that? Love. Usually, it's a chalk out, chalk outline. I guess that they what do they no, it's, upgraded it's, it's tape? It's almost all tape now. Yeah, is it? Yeah, chalk blows away. It gets smeared tape. Uh-uh. You know what they should do is silly string. Or they should just you leave know. the body there so we can watch it. You don't need an outline if the fucking dead is there. Leave it. Maybe just 
have like get yeah, produce like a uh, what do they call that? Uh, what are those things? The faxes that can produce things? A three D you know printer. Three three D printer. Sorry. I don't always say fax. 3D printer. 3D print a body in that shape and just pluck it down there. So it's not the real body, but... Or do the real body, you know? Fuck her family. <laughs> let's, let's look at it. Let's look at it on the ground. We need to know spatial distance between that dead ass and that ceiling. You know, we need to know what's going on. Body is yeah, anyway, so wicked. What do you get... Do you remember um, Billy Burke's character? Billy Burke plays another like agent at the school. Do you do you know what his name in this is? I, I, I wrote it down and deleted it. Ben Devine, pretty good name. Jesse, we didn't we didn't spend enough time. That, that Michael Potter's character's name is Jesse. I guess short for Jezebel. That sucks. But what doesn't suck is when they're going across all the items in this teacher's room. They zoom in on Super Duster Nick. That's the the can of spray that you can get the dust out your keyboard. And he also has a black tiger figurine or something or black panther figurine on not not marvel's own but do you know what i'm saying yeah. like on his desk i i noticed the trinkets i noticed the little things in his office did you notice anything no you didn't i'm just gonna answer for you we're zooming in here nick I don't d- forget i, to I look. did notice that at some point we realize he's not in cyberspace anymore that's the, in that the scene. woman says it. yeah it's later well yeah he says she says dr cross isn't in cyberspace anymore because they they they, they get a video feed yeah and then that's when he starts zooming in Let's talk a little bit about this amazing boat lair. Michael Wincott's got a floating child abduction site, which is fantastic. What a great thing to have. He's got a beautiful boat. Does. He gets that rock in motion. He's got a captive, perfectly contained captive spot. Got a speaker system so she can talk and say if she needs to go to the bathroom or if she's hungry. Because he's a sweetheart. Even though he's a kidnapper, He's he's, he's great. He's nice to her. Top five kidnapper in my book. He is nice to her. And then the police... Notice he doesn't have his running lights on. And you're like, well, Uh you know he's going to either kill them or we're going to have a tense sequence and we get the the latter. You think they're going to jump on board or he's going to have to dispatch the Coast Guard, right? But but he doesn't. He goes and plays around. He he turns the lights that they were concerned on back on. But in the meantime, she's kind of banging on the walls trying to get using the intercom. Her intercom, which he turns off, and um, she doesn't get the message out. But that you know, her character is very industrious in this. And the cops, she tries to escape several times, as in a lot of the films that we we, we've done, is where the cops are a bit inept. But she actually does get out a little later. How does she do it? She starts a fire, man. Takes a battery she out takes, of her little device there, tosses it on the old the fryer. Yeah, he lets her go to the bathroom, and she tosses. He's making tea. She tosses the batteries on the stove, and then a and sweet it blows up. Yeah, sweet fisherman. She's she jumps off the boat and is trying to swim towards the riverbank. There, mm-hmm. sweet fisherman decide I'm going to help her, and he's rewarded for this. Is he okay? He makes it. He gets shot, silent shot by Michael Wincott three times. He does. He dies forever. And he picks. He picks her up. Out of the water, the hook. I love and it. He, and then he and he's very sweet to her. And he, but he says, he says, you know, if you hadn't done this, that guy wouldn't be dead. And he's like kind of a sweet voice to her. And then she, her, her, you hear her chattering voice going, "Super Zoom." Her chattering. <laughs> so yeah, and then she, but she does something that lo- the Alice Cross is pleased about. She loses her her sweatshirt, um, her hoodie. In the water, and they they drag it out. This guy's dead, and and Alex crosses soon at the beach, and there's a older fisherman that found the dead fisherman. And my favorite thing is they're looking at this sweatshirt they pulled out. And there's a picture of Monica Potter looking over Alex Cross's shoulder as he's looking at the sweatshirt, and then the old fisherman is on the other side peeking over his shoulder, mm-hmm. like he's like, "Are we partnering up? Am I super Spielbergian shot there? Yep, <laughs> Jessica Spielberg." And then, 
And Alex Cross is like, yeah, you can be the third partner and a meteor comes out of the sky and wipes them off the earth. <laughs> but things change. Like, you, you expect it to be sort of the slow build towards an, a confrontation. But like in, in, the line of the fi- in the line of fire, there's, there's some real world shenanigans that happen pretty quickly with them and Michael mm-hmm. Wincott where right. he is going to try to go get Anton Yelchin, right? Or what's he doing? So they this, this is when Alex Cross figures out that the, this this little girl, she's not important enough. But who is important at that school is this Russian Russian diplomat's son. And so he starts to smell a rat. He's like, I wonder. And they go to talk to, you know, make sure, like, criminal Michael like, is your security good here? And like, yeah, it is good. It's great, actually. Meanwhile, Michael Wincott is basically texting, IMing, the little kid that they're not monitoring this, I guess, and he's using the secret codes and all that stuff, and he's pretending to be our girl, more, Ma- Ma- you know, what's her name Bor- again? Mika Borum. No, Megan. And but yeah, right, Mika Borum. And she's he's like, you know, hey, this you, you help me? Can you get outside? All that stuff. And Elton, uh, Anton Yelchin's like, yeah, I can. But I can they, but they, uh, they're there, man. There's a little gunfight. Yeah, and Monica Potter like says, let's stay, let's watch the house, let's let's not leave. And then yeah, they see. They basically this whole thing. He, he mansplains what kind of stakeout it's going to be, though. Morgan does. What does he say? So it's not going to be one oh, of those yeah, glamorous ass shits. You're going to be sitting here smelling ass. Yeah. So like, I'm going to fart my daylights out, and you're going to deal with it. So yeah, they basically they she she helps them stop. So Wincott, what Wincott does is he shoots a couple cops that are patrolling, and then he pretends to be a cop. Yeah. He shoots tomato sauce at them. It looks like, and then he uh, yeah. So but they thwart this. They, they shoot it. his car. They they save like, Yelchin. He, you know, of course, Wincott gets away. Monica Potter's a little uh, sad that she said she hesitated. She didn't shoot when she should have, so the guy got away. Which is why, because she's the villain. She's the villain. But I had remembered that I thought that they were working together, him and uh, her and Wincott. I was wrong. Right. They're not. It doesn't make sense, she's by the work. way. What do you mean? This whole dynamic of Wincott and then her and Billy Burke. It does. It doesn't. Say, why? Because they're operating independently. And it doesn't seem so. What happened? You know, what happened was these 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 two uh, security guards at the school or whatever they are, Secret Service people. They saw an opportunity. They noticed. They smelled a rat. They figured out that Wincott was going to kidnap this little girl. They let him do it, and then they had their own plans to re-kidnap her, which they do, and then get a ransom and then kill her. And then there's this. So I mean, it's it's pretty. T- convoluted it's, but it, it makes sense it's poo and say it wasn't poo but it makes sense and then there's this this whole side thing where they're gonna do a ransom with diamonds right well that was that's their plan right is to get rich off of this and so this is the worst scene of the movie i don't think it's bad it's an inert wild goose chase i kind of liked it i don't i don't mind this movie actually i don't mind the movie i like the movie when it's weirdos talking to each other i don't like it when they're having him go around the city answering phones we haven't seen that enough in our life ever so uh, so so yeah they or somebody you think it's Wincott calls up and is like i need i'm mad i i need the diamonds because you know actual screwed up my plan screwed up my plan to, to kidnap this the russian kid i want 12 million dollars in diamonds 12 million in diamonds in a thermos hell yeah Untraceable. Don't laser tag him. He says, "Don't do all this shit to him." If you, if I, if I the kid will die if I see you mess with these diamonds. And, and and yeah, so Morgan Freeman then has to take this thermos and go from payphone to payphone and garbage phone, picking up messages to tell him to run around. And then he eventually has to get on a subway, and, including some very and, bad work by extras in these scenes. Oh yeah, I loved it. So there's two extras in this that, as Morgan Freeman is hurriedly running down a hall or taking calls. The extras look at him and they kind of like 
do these ar- arch their eyebrows like okay you know like what's the what's the where's the fire dude two of them do it well no the best is the guy that starts to answer the payphone at the end at the train station yeah he answers this he's reading a newspaper very boring right very generically reading a newspaper standing up near a phone answers the phone mm-hmm. we don't he, he's not allowed to speak because he's an extra and then freeman mm-hmm. takes the phone from him and it's already hung up and he's pissed off and then, and then the trash phone rings and he goes right. to the trash and answers that, and that guy is back reading his paper in the same stiff position in the background as he was. He was, but then he looks at him when he grabs the phone, puts it on, and he, he looks at him, and he does the okay, like the eyes, like what's happening? This is crazy. But, but the yeah, it happens twice in this movie yeah. where they react that way. It's like too much acting from the extra. No, no newspaper is that scintillating that you're not gonna have a little have a little skirmish at the payphone and then go right back to what you're reading. You know, like right family circus or whatever so he gets he gets on the um on the the tram the the, the subway whatever the the it's the people call it a call it a machine at this point you fuck amtrak <laughs> the above ground car that's linked together metallic dragon and he <laughs> is on it and they you know he's like look i'm i'm on the track so you see this figure standing outside and he goes throw the throw that thermos out the window alice cross like the windows don't open and he goes improvise Alice Cross shoots out the window and tosses it to and then, Billy Burke. And then the train goes and the, gets away. Yet another Alex Cross resounding success. Well, here's the thing I don't understand is, can, can you not have like a police helicopter like that would just be able to follow this guy? Even out of sight? Mm-hmm. You can't have I a thermos? Just... You can't have a, a trackable thermos? In today's... He didn't say anything about that. He just said about the diamonds. He didn't say anything about the thermos. He could have made the thermos an amazing thing. But I guess they don't really... Yeah, anyway, I, it I do matter. like the fact that a kidnapper had brand loyalty, though. Don't get me one of those fucking knockoff. I want thermos trademark. And we had seen already at this what happens. Wincott comes back to the boat and he draws his gun. He goes into the place where um, Megan is, and she's gone. She doesn't know where she is. And then that that's when this scene takes place. Like he's desperate for diamonds now and money, but that's not really him. No, it's the second plot kicking into gear. Mike Wincott then visits Alex Cross, knocks out Monica Potter, and starts to, like, of course, wax poetic about the Earth and his role on the Earth mm-hmm. and his godlike presence. Still likable. Gets shot by a um, Turkish gun. Okay. Alex Cross blows him away. He does. Because Monica Potter stabs him. Uh, Michael Wincott, like, yeah, that's what happens. Like, it, it, basically, the bad guy's dead here. Thank you. But there's a there's a half hour left, Nick. Yeah, he needs to he needs to get outwitted a couple of more times before the end of the movie. Do you notice that Dylan Baker was recording Alex Cross's statement about this killing, and he had like one of those mini recorders, but it had a gigantic fuzzy mic built into it. Yeah, I love like, that. You know, like a, with a mic pad. Do you ever see those before? Yeah, of course. And I love that how how little he needs to stop. He gets very little information, and it's perfectly acceptable. He stops that tape abruptly. Well, he hates he. At one point, he's a he's kind of a rival at the beginning of the movie to Alice Cross. He doesn't want him there, but then he becomes a super fan, and he does anything Alice Cross wants, even though he has succeeded zero times. But Alex Cross, like this, is, doesn't feel over. I'm suspicious. This is getting weird. I'm gonna start investigating and not telling Monica Potter what I'm up to because Alex Cross starts thinking nothing. This doesn't feel right. There's a half hour movie left. Hopefully not a half so hour he goes, podcast left. Breaks into her computer with he he figures out her password, which is aces and so eights, because she told a story that had aces and eights in it, which, so he knows that's her password. And he and he remarks that it was Wild Bill's hand, which has been discredited. I thought just showing how dumb Alex Cross is. Can't even just goes with popular opinion, man. Just goes with the old vote. 
Can't even fucking. Is that not true? Huh? I didn't know. It was, it was later discredited. What did he have? I don't. I don't know what he actually had. It was just a storytelling flourish that happened, though. What did he have? What's his hand? It's a dead man's hand, Nick. Yeah. Anyway, he had. Once he gets into her he had, computer, he looks on her folders, and there's pictures of everything he could ever hope for. Right. You know, even like pictures of him. And Kevin Grievous' phone number and shit. Yeah, he's like, she, in all the security footage of the kidnapping, like he, he just knows that she's a baddie. And this and is after that we. I'm just trying to get us to the end. You can. We go to this little house out in the middle of nowhere. Billy Burke is one of the kidnappers feeding that girl. And they try to make it seem like a huge surprise when, lo and behold, Monica Potter shows up. They want to make it seem like she's arresting him for being a baddie. And it turns out she's got the old sexy-ass murder times. She's the real thoughter. Perfectly clear. I love the fact that. Um, what do you think about that? Let's just talk love about it. a little bit. What do you think about the twist? Love it. That she is truly the baddie. Love it. They did a pretty good job of, of making you like her in this movie. So yeah, it's a little bit of a pulls at the old heartstrings when she turns into be. No, it makes me like her such more. a baddie. Like, God, I hope she really? hope she gets a drop on Alex and puts that girl out of our misery. Yeah, and so Billy Billy Burke was supposed to kill Megan because they have the mo- money and he hadn't done it. He's like, look, I can't kill a kid. I, I just don't have it in me. She's mad about that. And then he's like, do you think that Alex crosses onto us? And he and she's like, no, I think he's onto you. And she shoots Billy Burke in the head. He survives and he gets mad. He's like, why? He does not. Why'd you do this? He starts to, he starts to paw at his bullet hole. And he's like, this, oh my God. He gave me back teen, shoots him again. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Doesn't hurt, doesn't even. He's, he's like throwing an analgesic gel at, at his own face. He's got a sewing needle. He's like quickly stitching up the holes as they happen. He's dead. And so then she goes to kill Megan. She's like, uh, she goes there and she's like, Megan, I'm here to rescue you. Megan had crammed a bed to block the door. She can't open it. You know, she's going to try to kill Megan. And Megan's like trying to get get the bed on which then she starts, you know, Megan's smart. She's like, where's the rest of the cops if, you, if you're here to rescue me? And what happens, Nick? She, she doesn't let her in, man. Monica Potter's like, she's you bitch. Stuck. She starts firing holes into the walls everywhere. And then she shoots her like eight times. And the, no, it doesn't happen? No, she survives. She's, the kid's she, resourceful. She uh, hides and she, she moves around. And, she hides behind a wood post. She, and the, bullets, the bullets fire into the room. They don't know what to do. They're like a wood post. They get confused. Yeah. They start scratching their heads. Like, They're like, I don't know how. I, don't, I can only go through metal. She, uh, she pries out a board and creeps out. And she's... Ahead of the game. She's hiding from Monica Potter. And then she is grabbed by the face in the dark shadows. Who is it? Tim Burton. (laughs) Reference. Hell yeah. Morgan Freeman. He's like, you know what? Fuck back up. I'm coming here on my own. And he uh, grabs Megan. She's terrified. And he's like, don't worry. It's Morgan Freeman. She doesn't. She's like, Morgan who? And she doesn't understand. Like, but he's like, I'm here to rescue her. It's like, oh God, who to trust? And then he snaps her um, neck and he and Monica Potter start a family together. <laughs> but it ends up with him shooting Monica Potter in the chest. She dies from her wounds. The little girl turns to Morgan Freeman. She says, who are you? And he's like, I'm motherfucking Alex Cross. How many times did you not know me? Yeah. Alex Cross. She gets petrified. She immediately dies of fright. She says, she knows she says can history. I be your partner sometime? Then he hands her an insurance waiver. But yeah, that movie's very weird. At the end, do you think that they would show them reuniting nope. the little girl with her parents? It's a wide shot of them coming out of that old building. Or Dylan Baker eating a donut and drinking coffee. Give me something else to connect me back to some of the characters. No, it's just Morgan Freeman walking in the dark with the, this little girl. Just show us Billy Burke and Monica Potter in a landfill. I mean, something. Talk about Monica Potter dead on the ground. She's still looking cute as a button there. She got shot away. Still still looking nice. You know, look, 
I can't hate the bad guys in this. I can only dislike Alex Cross. <laughs> I wish these... Terrible cop. I think they're making an Alex Cross Amazon series. They are. I hope it's a. I hope it's more of this. I hope it's a, week, a weekly dose of utter failure by our lead. And I hope they, they hire somebody who's not an, un, an unknown. I want somebody who... We, you, must have, you must have forgot who they hired because you told me who they hired. Oh. Aldous Hodge. Okay. Too muscular. Is he? Yeah. That's what I said about Tyler Perry when he got cast as Alice Cross. That's what Tyler Perry said about the steak he was eating every night. I got something to tell you that's a side, a little side zoom. There's an there's a musical artist named Caroline Polachek who I do like actually. She's got some great songs. Caroline or Carolyn Polachek. She's got a new song, Nick, called "Welcome to My Island." Nice. Do you think? Do you think we can sue? No, but I wonder if she's gonna steal. Some of the belongings. I, I didn't know if it was a ref, like if at all it was a, kind of a reference on her, us or it was a coincidence that she she uh, mentioned the brother, the little kid from it, Georgie. <laughs> she sings about Georgie being on her island. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be so great. Oh, man. Glad it's over. You're a whirring sound in the dark recesses of the barn. And it ain't Billy Burke and his Sibian. It is a tattoo artist, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. What do you even get? What are you going to get on your body for Alex Cross in Along Came a Spider? Tim, Team MP, Team Monica Potter. I am doing a little bit of advertising. MonicaPotterHome.com across my, from shoulder to shoulder on my back. Just the web address to go to her lifestyle <laughs> oh, that's site. That's hot. Yeah. Do you have the HTTP colon slash slash on there? Of course. Hot linked too. It's so if you, if you so touch it's secure, my back, it's gonna be secure yeah. link. If you touch my back, if you pre- if you somehow like just press my press my back or put your it, it, on your phone, it comes up. That's amazing. What do you think? Are you getting a kickback from her? Maybe five percent on on every sale that's made off your back. A thanks would be nice. Okay, press my back and use code my back when you're in your in your shopping cart for a discount on Monica Potter's products. That's pretty great. Yeah. I have a similar thing uh, on one of my pecs. I have uh, just a, it's a room full of, it's a gray room full of sort of disappointed looking intellectual people. Just a, a whole right. room full of them. Probably 40, sure. 40, 50 people just kind of sitting there looking dystopian, looking sad, looking like they failed. It's it's oblique. It's a sort of a casual reference. And I, the people that know, know that it's just, James Patterson's Ghost Riders all together in one room. You know, I, I've assembled them all. From book to screen, this movie took uh, many liberties, Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Cross is in his 30s in the book. So, the guy that plays the kidnapper stretches across four books. He has sex with the uh, Monica Potter character. He has sex with Jesse, yes. And she's she is the bad guy. She gets electrocuted. She's, she's called Jizzy in the book, I think, because of the... It. They cherry-picked... From the wide, is this the first Alex Cross book? I think it is. I don't know. I know that, in I think Sanji in the books is a centaur. Fair enough. I hope so. I mean, he, but he has. Is it what half is the horse? The other. Does it depend? It's the front half of the horse. The, the front half is the horse. Is the it, back is just a guy kneeling. <laughs> That's why I was had a legitimate question here. Is it always the upper half a human like that where the head would be, and then the lower half the horse, or can you switch it up? I think it's traditionally it's the it's the the man gets the the primordial seed. What if what if it's like a, 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 a the whole horse like a horse but it just has one human leg? Is that someone go? Oh, it's a centaur. No, that's a sectar, no. a section tar. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be great if it, it it cherry picks. You know, it's got like a man's chin, his, his pink his pink asshole. You know, maybe a couple <sighs> of knuckles. Sure. Yeah, and then 
Yeah. His entire pituitary gland on the outside. Pretty cool. Draping around. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Look, movie's over. Credits have rolled. But lo and behold, there's a stinger at the end of this action, which he got. So my, so this poor Megan's been through it, right? Like she kidnapped by Ish. San, Sanji, re-kidnapped by Benji's evil oh, Secret Service. Okay. Yeah, Ben and uh, Ben Devine and and uh, Jesse. Now she's finally home, and she's reunited with the parents. The cops leave, and they're like, "Oh, we're so happy to have you home." But then, after the cops leave, they, the parents they they stop hugging her. Kind of turn the room turns cold, and they start laughing. Ha 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 ha! Evil laugh, and the hairs on the back of Megan's neck start standing up, and they're like, "Now you're ours." Short hairs. This our plans come to fruition. So they they kidnap her now. <laughs> You can you can ask questions about there, but Justin, they're they're her, they're her parents. Yep, they play the long game. Yes, what do you think? I like it. She's out the window as Alice Cross is pulling away, and she's like, "Help!" You know, her screams muffled by the pane of glass, and he just speeds away. Yeah. You know, actually, he sees her. And he's like, "Well, I mean, you're home." Yeah, there's a, the legal. I don't have. What can I do? Red tape's gonna be insane. Fuck it. Alex Cross returns to his home, to his idyllic existence, his chill hangout. Sure. And he puts those glasses back on and he eases himself back behind that boat. He says, sure. I gotta, he's like, I learned a lot. I feel like I'm coming back from my funk. I'm going to make a few modifications. You see, he builds a little tiny clink and puts a little tiny Mika Borum in the bottom of that boat. <laughs> Cute as fuck. <laughs> does, he, does, he do a, does he do a Sanji? Oh, I don't know. Can I request? <laughs> fuck yeah. Sanji, man. What a great name. S-O-N-E-J-I. Si- yeah. An E Mr. that just kind of you, you have kinda, a first name Gary I think he but you kind of bypass that E in his name that, yeah, that E gets a short trust Sonagy nope Sonagy I haven't seen an E that way since, since the Anuraj movie all right so look you've been given <laughs> you've been given financing to have your own sequel to Along Came a Spider ladies and gentlemen how are you taking that escrow and putting a, into some hard earned such a good question because you know officially Kiss the Girls is a sequel. Brown wall. Oh, wow. I don't even hear it. It's like a phantom brown wall. Yeah, mic it up, please, next time. I mean, it's a it's a stunner. It's a, a third hose. Like I hear it. I hear it tinkling in the background. It is not now. tinkling. It is ushering back a revolution of toiletry. Do not hear it. I'm going to turn up the volume on my end because I would love to hear it. You'll hear it on the recording. There it is. It's like someone balling up wax paper a little bit. That's what it sounds like to me on this end. The sound you know well. Speaking of, speaking of, my sequel would be, you're familiar with the trailer that came out today for the sequel to Into the Spider-Verse. My my idea for the sequel is Into the Along Came a Spider-Verse, <laughs> right? And there are, lucky for us, there are multiple versions of Alex Cross in the world. we got Tyler Perry's version, obviously Morgan Freeman's version, now Aldous Hodges' uh, version coming out. Maybe throwing Marsha Cross from Melrose Place. You remember that actress? Not a fan. What about, oh, you could have Alex crossing his fingers that he doesn't get sued again for Rust. And, uh, and then, you know, I don't, James Spader's in there. Because, you know, Spider, Spader. Let's just throw everybody in there, just mix it up. A bunch of Alex Cross is trying to solve... From different universes trying to solve a crime, they keep losing their partners from the different the poor multiverse partners. Keep unsolving, not solving the crime. It's a good idea, I think. Mm-hmm. What about you? So mine is a. It's an all female movie. Noir, noir. Alex Cross would be in here. Future Alex Cross. Manga. The only Alex one that doesn't sorry. show up because they couldn't find him was successful Alex Cross. And then yes. box office gold Alex Cross. Unavailable. <laughs> it's an all-female movie, and there's this island, and all these women are on there, and they're fighting to—they're fighting each other. Sure. 
with rocks, with sticks, with their fists, with building traps out of like coconuts in their hair. You know, they're brutal, man. Eating their own piss, mm-hmm. doing whatever it takes to survive, knocking each other out, fighting to near death, lighting it up with each other. And then who, there is only one that wins. One, one at the end of the film. And then she emerges victorious out of the jungle. And they said, all right, you win. You don't have to be Alex Cross's partner. Eliminated. Eliminated from contention. And then the, the remaining girls have to go back to the battle world to determine who the next one to not be his partner is. Until there's only oh, one man. piece of shit loser who has to go work with that nightmare. And 100% yes. die. Death sentence. Yeah. yeah. All right, look, you begin the finance to have your own business associated with Alex Cross in Kiss the Girls Part 2, Along Came a Spider. What you doing? I mean, you you poo-pooed it, but I like this idea. A workout regimen inspired by this movie. And so you'd sign up. It'd be pre-planned. And so you basically have a certain amount of time to run and wherever you are. Let's say you're in Chicago. You know, you have to get from one street to the next in five minutes. And when you get there, we call you again. And you pick up the phone and we tell you to... And you can have like a payphone app on your phone, obviously, we because there's not going to be a lot of payphones to do this. But we can plant burner phones and garbage cans and stuff like this. But keep your every day. This is like, you know, it's like a surprise workout mm-hmm. routine. And you're like, you're going to lose it. We're going to kill the kid. We're going to we're gonna kill someone else. I don't want to do the kid thing. Let's, 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 let's... We're, we're going to kill Fozzie Bear or something. Okay. I don't know what would be... And so then, yeah, you just, that, that would be your motivation to, to work out. Yeah, and you keep are you running with a thermos minutes. this whole time? I mean, of course. Okay, just make yeah, sure. sure. It's not Yeti cooler. Yeti, I'm sure now they're getting the old brand recognition in there. Hopefully. I like cross, it. I'm, I'm, I'll just cross my fingers, yeah. Or you could just run without it, probably. Anyway, I just thought that, that, I mean, that actually, what do you think? I mean, it's a hit. What about you? So you go into the late lo- lo- local liquor store. What the fuck is that little thing? And there's a beautiful bottle. Along came a cider. Oh, it's a high nice. proof booze, man. High proof. Yeah. Super aggress. And in each bottle, there's a little plastic spider at the bottom of it, tying to the movie. Along came a cider. And then, so the spring release is called Spring Sanji, and it's it's got a little hint of coriander. Sure. A little bit of black and white pepper on it. Hmm. And then, like, this, like, viscosity that's sort of like a an explosion of uh, citrus. And... Uh, and the bottle itself has Gary Michael Wincott's visage on the side. And they give you a koozie that is the latex face of the fake Gary Sanji that you put on, on it. You drink out of it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. Here's the thing. You said it has a hint of white and black pepper. What's the diff? Isn't it white and black pepper just kind of taste the same? No, white pepper's got white pepper is like bacon spice tip of the tongue, man. That black, black huh? pepper's back of the palate, little sizz, you know? Huh? Well, you got you got light and dark fighting. You got Sauron, Saruman, and Gandalf all battling your mouth's machine. I don't know if I ever had white pepper before. I'm intrigued though. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's real. You got that spice hanging out your house? I don't, but you, but but it's commonly used in some high end, you know, it's mouthfeel places. They usually mm. put, they well they'll put it they'll like they'll put it in a jar and they'll put some shit with it, you know. Sure. And a great ween album too. Um, look, you're in the movie. You've been added to the running time of Along Came a Spider. What shape does your performance take? I'm um, Morgan Freeman's ship modeling bud, Harry Strickland. You call me, you call him, he calls me Strick. Boat modeler, boat enthusiast. What do they call it? What, do you, what is it? Is it a modeler? What, what are people that are enthusiastic about modeling? Losers. Fair enough. You know, I'm just really pissed because he's kind of good at 
modeling. I've been doing it all my life. He picked it up because his partner died. And so what I do whenever I go to, his, you know, when he's out on assignment, I go to his house and do little tiny things to destroy his progress. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I kind of unglue, try to, you know, pull things off the ship, kind of mess it up. Just like, you know, accuse his cat of messing with it. Things like that. They spill a couple of paint clip my toenails over it. I don't know what you would do, Termites. but you know, just to mess up his mess up his progress. I, I yeah, cuz I don't like to see someone cuz he's got a natural acumen or a, a, a talent for this. Of course he does. I don't like it. Yeah. Some would say he should have never become a cop and just done that. There'd be a lot more living people. Call me strict. Okay. For sure. So I'm a sexy woman. Fair. Sexy as shit. And I'm lighting candles, dribbling rose sure. petals through the house. I've I've rolled up an industrial sized barrel of lube next to the bed. Yeah, candles a flutter on the TV. I've got the Kama Sutra screensaver going. Gentle music playing to really get the old the ardor up. You know, mm-hmm. I'm looking at my watch. I'm like shit. How long does it take to go fishing? Jesus. Yeah, I talk about the old man that discovers the body. <laughs> what a waste of a giant lube tank. Shame. That is a shame. He's got a super anal bead. Um, <laughs> look, you got to take. You got a mantra, man. You got a ritual. You got. You've been watching this movie. You got to take incorporate some from Alex crossing kiss the girls part two. Along came a spider into your everyday regimen. First of all, let me pinch myself. This is what this is what I've always wanted. Something like this. But what I would do is that you know. Yeah, how often? Let me ask you like a straight up question. How often do you come across a spider in your real life? A lot. In your actual, yeah, a lot. You see a lot of spiders, right? Yeah, they're always creeping around. They're always they're doing God's setting work. Up webs, they're, and they're just all over the place. You see, every once in a while, you see one crawling across your floor. They're killing you know? it though. They're killing it. Mm-hmm. They're doing the best job at what they do. They were. They were Speaking of mouthfeel, don't spiders somehow sometimes you swallow spiders when you sleep? What is that? An old wives' tale that you're eating spiders all night? There's something about it. they did some study, and that's the thing is they did some study, and I wonder how they did it. They just watched spiders crawl into people's mouths. They set up like a closed circuit. Yeah, GoPro. And they didn't they put stop a GoPro it. On a oh shit! Spider. It went right in there, and I look at swallow. He swallowed it. Yeah. Went right in there, and he swallowed it. Did that eight times this year. Actually, they just which is p- the they, what they do is they pick apart their stool and look for spiders. Do they? Yeah, that's what they do. Dream job. So uh, anyway, I would. Every time I see a spider in real life, I'll be like, I just want to formally apologize. I'm sorry that they used your name. They used your species name. They used your, in that title, but you were not in the movie at all. They're, they didn't feature even one of you guys in that. Mm-hmm. I just Every time I see a spider, I'm going to apologize that they didn't get their due and along came a spider. And in fact, they were used. And I'll say a whisper of them. It was James Patterson that did it. Yeah. Kill him. <laughs> you know, find him yeah. and kill him. I like no. it. I wish it would happen. See, I, yeah. I kind of took a lot of this movie to heart. You did. Yeah. And I think Brown Wall's going nuts. My big takeaway, though, is that I, I'm i just basically doubling up on the, the, the security and airtightness of my child traps. Double locks, much more. I'm buying top shelf you know, binding gear. Any sort of... Oh, God. Any sort of a spray that's supposed to have some sort of a a narcotic effect, I'm getting the name brand. Okay. I'm not, I don't half ass, you can't half ass some stuff. So thank you, Along Came the Spider. And last but not least, you're floating on an island, man. You've been there all these many years, gathering debris from various films. And now it's time to take something from James Patterson Presents Kiss the Girls to Alex Cross and Along Came the Spider. What you got? I'm taking that mail, Alex Cross's mailbox with the shoe in it, the red shoe. You remember which shoe it was? Converse? I don't know. What no, was which? It? Left or right? Left. 
I think you're right. You think I was right or you think I'm right? So I'm taking that. And then what I'll do, I have a little ritual set up every day where I'll go. Listening. You know, you see, see, walk out to my the mailbox sticking out of the sand, I'll open it, pull out a shoe, look, and I'll go, who keeps mailing me a shoe? I'll fall to my knees every day. Who's mailing me a shoe? You know, mm-hmm. I'll stare up into the heavens. <laughs> And then I'll politely put it back, close the lid or the lip. Is it the lip of the mailbox? Close its mouth, yeah. mouthfeel, and then um, just go back into my hut and then go back to sleep and wake up the next morning. You know, Although I'll do it at, I'll do it in the midday because that's when the mail arrives, right? Around 5 uh, o'clock, usually, afternoon. Usually later in the day, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'll do. Smell me a goddamn shoe. <laughs> I'll find you. You know, that kind yeah. of thing. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll change it up. But yeah, that'll be the thing. Keep me busy. What about you? Um, I've got the perfectly bright-eyed uh, future ahead of him, young Anton Yelchin, and I'm going to protect him. I'm going to have him there in, in this existence, knowing you know where he can live forever, sure. where he can live forever and not have an early death that he didn't deserve. And I'll just let him. I'll give him a safe haven, place for him to live and be Anton, and uh, you know not have his life cut short. Figure I'd do the world a favor because he's great. He is great. The great actor. I'm trying to wait for the. I ain't, the I ain't, let him, I ain't letting in. him near your mailbox, but I ain't letting him park my car. But yeah, he's great. I love him. I'm going to keep him alive. He's going to stay with me, preserved, safe. Now, granted, he's he can't leave because it's the the, the rules of the island prohibit. But he's not going sure. to be taken from the world. I, I get it. He lives. Right, right. I get and it. I, I mm-hmm. will teach him everything. You know, my limited knowledge will not be enough to fill his his excited brain, but I will give him everything I've got to help him learn and enjoy this existence. Let him live off the land and, and hopefully uh, have a happy existence and never, never suffer uh, an untimely death. Did you see me on the island with holding the, the shoe to my head like it's a phone? I'm talking into the hole of saying, wrap, wrap it up, Nick. Wrap it up. Wrap this one up. I'm trying to I'm dialing you through my shoe phone. You, you see? Why, why are you saying that? Wrap it up. Where it gets horrific? Yes. It ain't. He lives forever with me. Mm-hmm. The sweet mm-hmm. Anton Yelchin is, is preserved. And I'm, I'm trying to get you. I'm, I'm frantically dialing my shoe phone. I'm trying to, I'm yelling into it. Wrap it up. He's, he I, lives I see, forever. I see you're not listening. I see you're not listening. I'm panicking. I'm not going to, I'm not going to wrap him up. He would suffocate, but everything's fine. Don't sweat it.
Thank you.